Do you have a great idea, but don't know where to start in creating it? Have you started an idea, but don't know what direction you need to take it in? Karma Comics and our team of creatives can help you take your creation from a simple idea to a masterpiece. Visit www.karmacomics.org and schedule an idea consultation. Let us foster your idea, empower your creativity, and manifest your legacy. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Full Stop. This is yours truly. I am bringing you the second part of the conversation I've had with uh, Stephen, the DC guru. And if you all love the first part, I think that the conversation gets progressively better. Though, if I can admit something, um, I have to work on the sound on my end because I sound like a petulant child. Uh, but a learned petulant child, right? I'm so petulant because I know so much and he uh as you can tell is just super optimistic and it's just it's pissing me off so here's the second part of the interview I'm hoping you enjoy it um here we go Thanks for tuning back in. This is part two. I'm with Steven, the DC guru, and we are trying to power through these questions. I, I honestly got ill at the first part and need to just take a moment to kind of recollect myself. And um, <laughs> I, I just want to jump right back into what you just said about um, what, you, what you ended on in the first part and what you, what you just said a moment ago. Birds of Prey? you say is one of the better DC movies, the three that you would pull out of the DC comics universe, um, cinematic universe as one of the good ones. Is that what you just said? Not out of the total catalog because I'm, I'm excluding man of steel, BVS and suicide squad for reasons I'll get to in just a minute. Okay. But you did say the joke, um, so I agree, but you also joke, said birds of prey. There's no debating Joker. Right, that, that's probably one of the best movies I've seen in about five years, yeah. Like, it just not even just a DC movie. You can take the DC moniker off of it. It would just be a good-ass movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was tremendous. Um, it, was, it was a great um, movie. But that's why I'm saying it's important for someone to understand the legacy of a character, right? Or to take characters that don't really have a depth of legacy and create your own. You know what I mean? Correct. But you got to do one um, or the other. You you can't do either of them. You can't do you can't do neither of them. You have to do one or the other. You have to take a character like Hawkman, and you can make what you can do almost whatever you want. You, you just got to say Thanagar a few times and reference Hawkwoman, and you know talk about him being a marshal. And I mean, there's certain things you got to touch on, and then you can you just, just no no. Or you you're wrong. Just, you're you're wrong. You could just you're wrong. Ignore. Wrong. You could just ignore the Hawk people altogether because they're trash. You're wrong. You're trash. They're powerful. You're trash. I can't. They're, they're trash. They're not. Thanagar's one of the strongest planets in the universe, so I don't know why you keep saying that. And trash characters. But, oh god. Why? I'll take I'll take the ambiguously gay duo over the. <laughs> you know they came out. They're not really all that ambiguous anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that made them more powerful. So I actually kind of would too. Um, uh, 
Jesus. Let's just get to the second question. Okay, I'm sorry. We can argue semantics and your antics um, after I ask the second question. This is a really important question because above all else, I'm a Superman fan. So DC Comics is is the... You're, un- you're unapologetically a Superman fan. I am the biggest Superman fan ever. I don't care if you have more mem- memorabilia than I do. I don't care if you... I guess perceivably know more than Superman, more about Superman than I do, because I don't think anybody does. I'm the biggest Superman fan because Superman is 100% the core of my character, okay? I pull over in the streets and I change tires because I know Superman would do that. I help people I don't know do anything they need me to do because I know Superman would do it, okay? He is he is a part the of offen- the, the offensive the offensive lineman of the DC universe. One hundred percent. I would even say he is the quarterback of the DC of the DC universe. Okay, he's the Tom Absolutely Brady. Not. He's the Tom Brady of DC. He is Dallas. not the Tom Brady. One hundred percent. Okay, Tom Brady Absolutely is Superman. Batman is Bill Belichick. All right, let's keep going. So now that JJ Abrams <laughs> and Tahesi. Tehesi Coates have taken over Superman. How dark is his skin color? And how does it how dead is it on arrival? Because I'm thinking he is going to be Michael B. Jordan. And he they are gonna make the worst movie, comic book movie, outside of the original Hawk with Eric Bana. Um, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know how I. I don't know how I feel totally. Now, um, this is your opportunity to say the N word as much as you want. And I think. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you should take advantage. Of. I, I, surprisingly, I think this is where me and you disagree on on that. You, um, motherfucker. <laughs> I thought I had you on this one at least. I thought you were on my side. Um. <sighs> So I, I like JJ, right? JJ's done some JJ's things great. in his career. I love JJ. I, I, I don't. I don't have anything bad to say about JJ. I have a few things um, bad to say about JJ. <laughs> um, I don't. Um, I mean, people are hating on him now because of the Star Wars movies. But again, I think there's. I mean, the Star Wars movies. I didn't see them. Uh, he did the Star Trek movies, and he did an absolutely fantastic job in the Star Trek movies. What, one of those which we wouldn't see together. We did. We saw the second yeah. one. Yeah. With Khan. That, that was amazing. It was a great movie. movie. It's so good. I love uh, that no. movie. Sorry, keep going. No. Tanahasi? Tanahasi? Yeah, Tahini? Tahini Hummus. I think that's how you say that. Tahini Hummus. Tanahasi? Uh, well, his last name's Coates. I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Mr. Coates. Um, I know that he's written for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, you know, written for the Village Voice. He's written for the Washington City newspaper, mm-hmm. New York Times, mm-hmm. Washington Post. Um, he's also written. Um, he Black wrote. Panther? He had a he had a really good run on Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the book that he wrote. What is it? The Water. Water, wa- water walkers, yeah, rainwalkers, something, something like that. Um, 
he also wrote he wrote or was responsible for writing all three of the Captain America movies he had a heavy hand in all three of the Captain America Really? I, did, I didn't know that. So let me just go into my theory on why I, I absolutely know he will, that Superman will be black. Because A, Captain America is now black. And B, um, I'm sorry, Black Panther is just a black movie. Okay, it's a movie about a black hero. Okay. Um, so what they wanted to do, and what, what WB is doing, which is not good, is they're pandering. Because they think they want that people want to see a black Superman. Now, people like you probably do. Um, and when I say people like you, I mean that in a way that isn't, but also is kind of like people like you. You know what I'm saying? Like quotes. Okay. Um, because for, for the listeners who don't know Stephen, let me give you a little background. Okay. Um, people like me. People. People. People on the liberal left, Mr. Oh, Trump. absolutely. <laughs> you know where I was going. Steven is Steven was saying Black Lives Matter before anybody else. Okay. Steven is from you're from Oklahoma, right? Um yep. right. And they kicked him out for having black friends. <laughs> Alright, no, I'm just <laughs> it's not it's very close. Very close. Very, very close, right? Uh Steven doesn't drink. He is well read, as you can tell, over the first part of our episode. Um, but not just with comics. Um, he's a very near dear friend uh, to me because he is just a good human. Okay, now we may disagree, and, and it may seem like I've been yelling at him for the better part of uh, an hour and a half. But I'm only yelling because he's he's so influenced my life. You know, in general, you know there was. This, uh, you, you talking about this, this kind of ties into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I remember, I remember when we were both working at Clive, mm-hmm. and you know how when, uh, when I would close, I would always, I liked music. I liked to listen to music in the 100%. kitchen. Yeah. And I loved, I remember this moment very vividly. You came back to do a checkout or just talk to me or whatever, and you were like, Are you like an old black man? <laughs> Because I was like listening to like Smokey Robinson. Yeah, I, was like, I said you're on the wrong station, uh, my guy. This is uh, this is not your music. <laughs> I think it's what I said. If you want, I'm, you're I'm trigger code. I said, hey, uh, that's you can't listen to that. Um, but the thing about it is, Stephen listens to a lot of different music, a lot, and most of the artists happen to be of uh, African American persuasion. Um, which is great, but you know, you also listen to Sky and stuff too, right? I mean, you, you're, you know, I didn't know what Sky was until I met him, and you know, now I'm hooked. I mean, I'm just it, I don't, I don't go out of my way to listen to Sky. I mean, if it just happens across my station, I guess so. But mm. ah, right. Um, so you just spread it to others and like an affection, and then you <laughs> change the channel to Smokey Robinson. Um. So who's playing Superman? Who's who as a as a black man could play the Man of Steel? In yourself. Um, I mean, so this is this is where <laughs> this is where it, this is uh, this is a this is a big topic, right? 
yeah, this is a big topic that I've that I've talked to. It's the a second few question. I mean, I um, can't get it off my head. So if if we're going to concede that that's going to be the case, right? That's absolutely. And, and you're, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna hate me, and I know you're gonna hate me. Oh um, if I could cast if I could cast the movie, don't say it. Don't say Jamie Foxx. No. Okay. Because um, he's your. Would, he was I, your Green Lantern when we got into an argument. He was your freaking. I mean, Mr. Terrific when Jamie we got Fox, an argument. Jamie Foxx was not my Green Lantern. I swear to God, I told you that Michael Jai White is my Green Lantern. You said I could also see Jamie Foxx doing a uh, Green Lantern, and I looked at you like you were crazy. I, I remember that vividly. I, I think it might be the same always, damn night. <laughs> What you're talking about. Always Idris Elba for Green Lantern. Oh my god. You said Jamie Foxx. You may have said Idris, right? Idris, whatever his name is. You might have said that first. But what, what, you know, like the first memory you have when you're a kid is probably shit in your pants because you get jarred by something, right? Like, you know, like the first time that shit in your pants is uncomfortable, that's your first memory usually, right? So I'm sitting in the office with you. We're talking about Green Lantern. I said he can't be a white dude anymore. They need to do uh, John Stewart. You said, of course you'd say John Stewart because you're a fan of the Justice League show. And I'm like, well, he's been the the Green Lantern since '85. You know what I'm saying? Since '85, he's been the Green Lantern, or he's been in the core. Okay, he's all he's existed for a really long time. Okay, and I kudos to the show, Paul Dini, Bruce Tim, those guys for saying he is the Green Lantern technically right now. So we need to make him the Green Lantern in this show. Just, we need him to, the, the black character can't always just be a green guy. We need a black dude, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? He can't just be Martian Manhunter all the time. <laughs> Can we introduce an actual black character, okay? So they bring an actual black character, and it's Jon Stewart. He is so much more badass than punk-ass Hal Jordan. So we're getting into this argument. You may have said Idris Elba. I don't know how it got into my head, because he's not my first choice. He's too old. Michael Jai White does the voice sometimes, and he has the gap, and he's buff as shit, and he always plays a marine. Like, come on, <laughs> do I have to write this? I did, I did, have, I did write a Green Lantern movie, and it has Michael Jai White casting. Okay. I'm sorry, so I I'm yelling for. I love. I'm a big fan of Michael Jai White. Yeah. I think he's tremendous. I think he was tremendous in Spawn. I think he was tremendous. I think he was tremendous in The Dark Knight. I think Facts. he was tremendous in the Arrow show. Facts. I think uh, I, I I love Michael Jai White. I, I, I if he ended up becoming John Stewart, I would have absolutely no problem with that. Um, and I think you'd do a tremendous job. Facts. The reason why he won't is he is not a bankable blockbuster movie star. See, that's when you keep saying that. When you keep depriving. DC comic authenticity for bankability then you're part of the problem my friend that's I mean that's the problem no let me let me let me be specific let me be specific okay he can't act well enough to carry an entire movie on his back Green Lantern don't need to act because Ryan Reynolds can't act and he played Green Lantern <laughs> and that movie was terrible right so what I'm saying is if Green Lantern is introducing and a Ryan Reynolds movie, act. he doesn't need to act. He needs to be tough. He needs to be badass. He needs no, to be blood and bones. John, he doesn't need John, to... John Stewart is... You, if, you, if, you put a, if you put an actor in as John Stewart that can't act, 
It's going to be terrible. It's not. John Stewart is a, too important of a, of a DC character. He, he is, but he doesn't, is need, he doesn't need to be a figurehead. Because John Stewart, in a lot of these episodes that I saw on the Justice League show, wasn't a figurehead. He's a ladies' man. But he's a bad motherfucker. That's all you need. He's John, Michael John White is Black Dynamite, okay? And I, I, you probably forgot that. But Michael John White is Black Dynamite. And you don't need to you don't need him to be any more than what Black Dynamite was, okay? He has more he was a bad motherfucker and he loved the ladies, okay? That's it. That's all Jon Stewart's gotta do. Okay? He's gotta be a bad motherfucker, he's gotta learn to gotta get, get the flying right. You know what I mean? You gotta get the flying form down. And you just gotta throw your arm up and make the man the constructs, okay? And then you gotta be a ladies' man. Black dynamite. Come on, man. Like I I, I know who I know who I want to play. I know who I want to play. Can you John please Stewart. tell me? Everybody, everybody has their choice. Uh, my wife's choice is uh, is the guy who played Luke Cage. She wants him to be. Oh, that's great. Green See, Lantern. Aaron, Aaron, I, that's great. That, that's yes. She's thinking outside the box. Uh, but is he bankable? Is he bankable, Steven? <laughs> is he I, a blockbuster, Aaron? <laughs> I want. If I, if I could choose who would play Jon Stewart, it would be Sterling K. Brown. Who? Damn, that's really good. Sterling. <laughs> this is us. That's really good. See, that's... You're thinking outside the box, my friend. That's actually probably perfect. <laughs> Sterling K. Brown. Yes! Okay, okay. All right. I'm sorry for yelling. How... Okay, so <laughs> is he Superman, though? No. Um, so <laughs> I, would, I, would cast, I would cast Michael B. Norton as super as Clark Kent. Does he have that dread, and like the dread I, curl instead of a little spit curl that the white dudes have? He has to have a little dread <laughs> over the eye with the glasses. You know, <laughs> Superman doesn't have to have a spit curl. He does. <laughs> Except he does though. <laughs> Except they all have, and he does. And uh, if I, if I had it my way, I would cast. Uh, Michael B. Jordan as Clark, and I would cast Will Smith as Jor-El. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> Why? Why Will Smith? I think he would be a perfect Jor-El, man. Wait, first question. Got, why would you? Hold on. I think my first question. Why would you cast Jor-El before you cast Alex Luthor? And it's Lex Luthor not black. We've had, we've had, no, 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 you, I thought, I thought Lex Luthor should be a black man for a long time, and you know that. I do, I do. I, Let yeah. me, have you ever heard of, a, heard of an actor called Boris Cujo? Nah. Look Boris up Boris Cujo, Cujo, and that's your Lex Luthor. But here's my point. I know who if you Boris have, Cujo is. If you have a white, if you have a black Superman, you need a black like Lex Luthor. Yeah, and it should be common. Oh, get the fuck out of here! Stop! <laughs> Stop! If you're talking about bankability, Common is not more bankable than Boris Cujo. Come on, man. Oh, he, what he are is. you doing? Common is like 5'9. Like, get the fuck out. Boris Cujo is like 6'4. You need Common. somebody big. Common. Common is Lex Luthor, in my opinion. <sighs> Common can't act so if you're talking about Michael Jai White not being able to act you think Common is a better actor, actor than Michael Jai White 
Because Lex Luthor has to be a good actor. He has to be diabolical. He has to, he has to be diabolical. He has to have the tone. He has to have the semblance of intellect, which Common does not have. He has to also have... He has to look good in a suit. Come on, look up Boris Kujo. You don't know who he is. Look him up. He has to look good in a suit. So, Boris Kujo? Yes, Boris Kujo. You have to look him up because he's all those things I just described. He's He looks good in a suit. He's got square shoulders. He's tall. He's he has he's always the kind of like douchey villain dude in black movies. He's very good. I'm, yeah, he was terrible in the Resident Evil movies. Who Boris Kucha? Yeah. Yeah, but he can. Okay, first off, he was playing a good guy. He needs to play a bad guy. He'd do a much better bad guy. I know who. Uh, uh, Chitwell. What is it? Chitwell. Eofor. Uh, I don't know. No, 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 no. He okay. First off, his hair is too nappy, and, and for all the the African American listeners right now, you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I don't like him. He doesn't even play a good slave. Like he still looks English to me. Like as an English slave, you know what? Uh, we're gonna have to agree to disagree. Let's all right. So let's talk about the Batman. We talked about Super. Oh, you didn't answer this question. How dead is the movie on arrival? Um, you said it, it could either be palatable it's or JJ, bad, right? Because it, because it's because it's JJ. I'm going to say that it's going to be all right. Okay. Okay. Is Lois Lane going to be white or black? Um, Ooh, that'll make you actually uncomfortable. That the Oklahoma and you's like, oh, she better be black. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I I don't. Why can't she be Asian? She's like, uh, not in my movies. What? <laughs> be Asian. Black Superman with a white Lois Lane. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, I don't think she'd be. Uh, well, she could be Asian. She could be Asian. She could be white too. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, I know you did. I was only kidding. It's just, you know, I'm sure the reason why Captain America isn't all the way black because they split the shield and now Winter Soldier and um, Falcon are Captain America, essentially. Because they couldn't just give it to a black dude. They couldn't just make him Captain America because it's too controversial. So they have to make sure there's enough white there to juxtapose. You know what I mean? Which sucks. Um, no, he's getting the he's getting the shield. He is will the get shield? the shield eventually, but it's I think they're gonna fill out this show. That's why they made it a TV show because it's cheaper. They're making a TV show to feel out if America's ready for a black Captain America. Now in the comic books, he's the already budget, black. The, the budget for Winter Soldier, uh, Winter Soldier, and uh, Falcon Winter Soldier is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, but compared to the movies, not even a drop in the bucket. So, um, yeah, it's, it's like it's like sixty million an episode. 60 million and after the come on Steven who told you that Lord of the or fucking um if Stanley didn't call you from beyond and say uh 60 million is a lot but that's what they're spending on the on the Falcon and Winter Soldier uh I don't I wouldn't believe that number oh what was that show that just went off the air I'm sorry um WandaVision no um no, the the uh, the shields, agents of shield, the the, the dragon show, dragon show, <laughs> on, H- on HBO, well, not, that's kind of like Lord of- Game of Thrones. 
Game of Thrones had a budget of 120 million an episode. Yeah, but that's that's the reason. The reason behind that is because there's like dragons and uh, false world of Westeros that they have to. You know what I mean? This. I mean, I think it'll. I don't know. So I'm arguing without the facts. I don't know. But 60 million for that seems like a lot. Maybe just the arm itself is expensive. Because I did see him wearing a jacket more often than not. So maybe just making the arm look authentic is expensive. So they're just not going to show that. But I think 60 million is quite steep. So I think it's those wings, maybe. Those wings he has. It's a lot of CJ. So yeah, I can see 60 million. I'm sorry for yelling. I'm sorry for arguing. Um, as after I talked myself through it, it makes more sense. So the Batman, um, how do you feel about it so far? I haven't seen the trailer. Um, I the trailer for the Batman is probably one of the best trailers of Absolutely. a movie that I've ever seen. One hundred percent. I think it was terrific. Other than um, the one thing, the Dune trailer. The one thing. Good. Yeah, it does look really good. The one thing that I came out of the trailer the most excited about. <laughs> and and looked at me like I was crazy. Was uh, for the fucking for the love of God, they finally they finally have a Bruce Wayne that takes off the cowl and still has the nasty black makeup on his face. Facts. I like that. But what I do like uh, even more so uh, than just that is that the Bruce Wayne that was in the building that was infiltrated by the car and then all that shit. He looks like a weirdo. Because if you're Batman, you wouldn't be all dapper. You'd be a brain, and you'd look like a weird, pale person. <laughs> I mean, he lives in a fucking cave. So, I mean, I love the and fact that they pick somebody that's yeah. really weird looking. You know what I mean? Like, he wouldn't be somebody that you'd pay attention to, but he's fucking Bruce Wayne, and he's fucking Batman, right? Like, he he's the best Batman to ever blend in to me. You know what I mean? Christian Bale looked too chiseled, too, you know, muscly to be a Batman. But this Batman, you can tell by a suit that he has, like, some strength enhancing, blah, blah, blah. Or some, like, he's very protected in that suit, so it makes him look a lot bigger. But when he takes off all this stuff, he's wearing, like, a teacher sweater and, like, a... You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He looks like a regular guy. He's the first Batman to ever look like a regular dude. You know what I mean? Which is really exciting to me because, um... Robert Pattinson is not short. He is not small, but he is he's like swimmer thin. You know what I mean? And he can't right. really gain mass, right? But right. you can tell that he'd fuck somebody up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if if he were trained enough, he'd be a UFC fighter, like an MMA fighter. You can tell when he's beating the hell out of that guy that he's gonna be more of like a mixed martial artist than like a punch you through a wall type shit. He's like, I'm gonna just dismantle this group of people. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna have to use brute strength. I'm gonna use fight technique, which is so much more Batman to me than just a big hulking Ben Affleck, right? Who's, you know, using gadgets but also using some uncanny muscle, right? I think that was the the scene in that trailer where he beats up that that, that thug (laughs) that probably... That probably had had just robbed a Seven Eleven or something like that. For <laughs> right, no reason. <laughs> like that was the most Batman scene. One hundred percent. Because that's that's Batman, right? That's Batman. And, yeah, um, fuck. You should have uh, done it. <laughs> the, the 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 only other Batman scene in any Batman thing that I think is comparable is the warehouse scene in BVS, where he's. Mm. Where Batman beats 
beat the hell out of all those thugs. Oh, when he gets stabbed and they're shooting out. That, that's so Batman, but even more so. And we laughed when we saw it. We laughed when we saw the scene, but one of the most Batman things to me is when he gets caught with the flashlight from the police officer the first time and he's like on the wall in the corner of the room and the guy flashes the light of Batman just <laughs> waiting there in the corner in the top corner of Batman vs Superman so Batman yeah so Batman yeah and when Batman yeah. rides his car his bike into that place and then they don't show you what happened but they show you the damage that's Batman you know what I mean we right. don't need to see what happened we just saw the aftermath. Batman got what he wanted, and he got the <laughs> hell out of there. You know what I mean? But he, right. that place was fucked up, and and that's Batman. But like you said, this scene if where he, he goes on Batman... vengeance and beats the hell out of that kid—that's Batman. <laughs> exactly, because Batman, Batman's not gonna kill you, Mm-mm. but he'll take you right up to death's door and leave I you see. there. He'll break a couple bones, make sure you don't. You get out of life of crime. <laughs> make, sure, make sure you regretted the day you ever took mm-hmm. that stick of bubble gum. But in that bubble yum, you got your ass beat by that different bubble yum. Um, that guy just, that thug probably just stole some kid's bike. Batman's not even sure 100% if that's his bike or not, but you asked me a stupid ass question. Like you're trying to fight me. Very low and I'm gonna, Don't ask me who I am unless you want to fight. You know what I mean? Like, um,. So, uh, how are they going to mess it up? Um, I am very confident in that one that um, it's not going to be. Um, the reason being, the reason being is that uh, the, the production for the the production for that movie has already, um, and we'll get into this when we talk more about uh, the Justice League stuff. Mm-hmm. But Warner has already tried to intervene in the production of that movie and Matt Reeves has essentially told them that if they do not stay the fuck off his set mm. that him and the cast are walking and Warner, and ever since then Warner's backed off mm. um, and Matt Reeves based on, the, based on the things that I know that he's done that I've seen it's in great hands Matt Reeves did the Planet of the Apes movies, right? Am I am I correct in saying? Uh, yeah, and then he did uh, Cloverfield and that uh, horror movie uh, Let Me In. Okay, which was uh, let's just say just not a good comparison to Let the Right One In, which is a Dutch film. is actually fantastic. Um, so, is it the Riddler? The, the Riddler, no doubt, is in the movie, but is it the Court of Owls? Um, I do believe it's the Court of Owls. I believe that, that I, I think that that's the story we're getting. Okay. Because you can tell by the I, just what the what the Riddler quote quote was wearing, it looked very Talon like. Am I incorrect in saying that? Um. Yeah, I would agree. Um. I think that's a red. I think it's the red herring. Um. I think they're. I think the what they were going for, uh, or and I, and I could be wrong with this, is it was kind of a mashup of Talon and Hush. Okay, I can dig that. Um, but either way, we're finally getting a Riddler that we deserve. Uh, Paul Dano would be a uh, great Riddler, absolutely. Uh, Jim Carrey was the best. Is the best Riddler. I mean, there's no. I mean, what do you mean the one we deserve? What do you mean? Uh, I understand. What are you talking about? That is that is not the Riddler. What are you talking? Are you what? That is not the Riddler. 
what 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 universe of Riddlers do you think that that's what the Riddler? Is? Every single the one. Riddler. What the? You're Absolutely about? not. You have lost in that single statement every ounce of credibility. Stephen, if I'm just now losing credibility with you, then you have not been paying attention. <laughs> okay? I should have lost credibility a long time ago, and my fans know it. All right? I, what I'm saying is, how is Jim Carrey just him as a human being, not the Riddler? I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, oh, I love Jim Carrey. Okay, uh, let's just. All right, I'm gonna move on because we'll get stuck in this loop of me telling you all the right things and you trying to dismantle it for some reason other than being a contrast. So, um, uh, one on that on that before you move on, yeah. I think that I think from what from what I've always wanted for them for Riddler is them to um, be portrayed like the serial killer in the movie Seven. That is what I've always envisioned for the Riddler, and I feel like that's what we're getting with this. Um, Man, that, that's, that's really that's cool that you said that, because that is exactly how I always imagined Mad Hatter being, though. Jervis Tetch. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that either. Okay, because the Mad Hatter and the Riddler are very similar, but not the same. The Mad Hatter is that crazy. Seven crazy. Right. The Riddler is elaborate let me give you an example like the villain from now you see me like the bad like the villain from what now you see me it's the jesse yeah. eisenberg and like that like just from the beginning of the movie he was the puppet master standing right next to everybody <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that's the riddler to me it's more whimsical it's more like you know I'm robbing y'all, but y'all don't know that it's me robbing you. You think it's this guy I told you it was, but it's not him, it's me. It's, I'm right beside you. I'm helping you, which is also part of my plan because I predicted everything. You know what I'm saying? I just watched a recent episode of Batman vs. the Riddler, and the Riddler was on television giving symbols to Batman to find him. It was amazing. It, it was the animated series, but it was so elaborate. It was just like, whoa, like Batman getting it made me impressed with Batman, but just the sheer arrogance of the Riddler to broadcast his plan right in plain sight is the Riddler. Jervis Tetch is like, this is gonna be great when you get to the end, right? Like, <laughs> this is gonna be great. Like, your wife's, head, your wife's head's in a box. Because <laughs> he'd do that. He's the first comic book character to ever kill anybody. Do you know that? Yeah. Yeah. So, now, is, 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 are we gonna get, are we gonna get Mad Hatter in the Batman? That would be... Like, that's that's what I'm talking about. If we get the the Mad Hatter in the Batman, um, I will move to wherever you are, and we will start a legacy, like a whole thing built around DC. Con- like I will I will buy back into it so much that I will move to where you are, and we will that will be our life. Our life will be DC Comics for the rest, for as long as we have to live, because that would be amazing. There's uh, the rumor is the rumor is is that there's a bunch of villains that are in the movie uh, that we don't even know about because uh, they're adapting part of um, the Long Halloween into mm. the story. Oh my god, that's nasty. And that's, that's and that that's might be too much. The villain. The thing about it is the villains are the ones that are getting killed. Oh my god. 
that opens up that that's that's great. I'm, I'm not going to touch that. So, who's doing the actual killing? Because it, it's not the Riddler. So, in the Batman movie, in a Batman show, in a Batman anything, whenever there's the Riddler, whenever there's Mad Hatter, whenever there's someone who's non-physical, there's always a physical element. There's always a brawn. Where there's a brain, there's a brawn. We've seen the brain. Who's the brawn? Who's the last fight for uh, for Batman in this movie? It's not the Riddler. So, get that out of your head. It's not... A Talon, because that would take too much to establish, right? That he's as badass as Batman, right? It'll take too long. Who is the last fight for Batman in this movie? Who's the brawn? Who's who's the muscle behind all the killings? I because because I think they're going very heavy detective Batman in this, which Matt Reeves has said as much. Mm -hmm. Um, I will. I will throw this at you. I don't think that there's going to be a last battle. What I think is going to happen is I think the Riddler is being opportunistic and taking credit for these these murders. Mm-hmm. That, that the Court of Owls are perpetrating mm-hmm. to let Batman know that, hey, we've been here the whole time. You think you know this city? But we've been here since the beginning of time. We've been here before you. We know everything about this that you think you know so much about. And that's how it's going to end with his realization that there's someone that knows the bricks of those of those buildings more than he does. And having to come to terms with the fact that he wasn't able to stop whatever was going on. Is there a Robin? Um, I don't. I think it would be a mistake to do a Robin in the first. Uh, no, I'm saying, like, does, is there one that exists? Like, is there one that could pop up in the second one? Is there a Nightwing in Bloodhaven? Is there a, you know, uh, is there a Tim Drake in Central City? Like, where, where? I mean, is there one in the universe? Oh, I, I, I think that I think I think we could get a Dick Grayson in that one. A older Dick Grayson or a young Dick Grayson? A young Dick Grayson. So you would get a Robin. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Brie Fisher. The Justice League. The Snyder Cut. Joss. WB. What do they all have in common? I don't know. There's what no means. right answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, know what, I know what they don't have in common. What's that? That uh, Warner Brothers and Josh are fucking terrible people. So what they um, have in common is they all suck. They all suck balls. The Snyder Cut is the biggest cash, obvious cash grab I've ever seen in any movie franchise ever. And I've seen The Dark Fate. Okay? I've seen Terminator The Dark um, Fate. I've seen uh, freaking all the James Bond movies after Snow- uh, Skyfall. Um, <laughs> I mean, the biggest blatant cash grab in movie history and you're buying all into it like this is going to save a bad movie that Zack Snyder who ruined the Man of Steel who ruined uh, Batman vs. Superman who did a great job with Watchmen I'm not even going to touch that but what I'm saying is you're thinking that his version of the movie is going to be better than Joss Whedon's version of the movie you're insane it's a cash grab Uh, you're going to just throw your money at him no, you're you're absolutely wrong in every every aspect of this, and I will explain <laughs> in excruciating detail. Please why. do. 
let me start by saying by asking why did he destroy Man of Steel? He destroyed Man of Steel because uh, see, I have to separate the the who I was with when I saw it, the circumstances behind watching the movie. I, I have to separate myself from the the magic that was created on that day. Okay, it was, it was a great day, one of the best. Okay, <laughs> to, to, after I've since I've seen it, subsequently after that day, it wasn't really all that of a movie. It was a it was an emo film about a guy with superpowers and having to cope with it. Now there are great parts of the movie, but the movie as a whole, it doesn't stand up. It's not a good Superman movie. Now it sounds so, a little contradictory too, because destructive power of the aliens was quite evident. They destroyed a substantial part of like major the planet. Honestly, <laughs> they were fucking everything up, which is great. Which is what you have to show. You have to show the danger of these aliens on the planet. So we did a good job with that. I agree with Zack Snyder that you have to do that, right? You have to show the destructive powers of Kryptonians. You have to. But it wasn't, it was their mechanism. It wasn't them. It wasn't how strong they were. They, if they, if there were no cameras in the movie, the, sh- the fight scene between Superman and uh, General Zod and Fiora and the other big dude, especially when they were fighting in that IHOP, like, nobody would have, nobody would have seen it. They only would have seen the machines. But you have to see that there's this, this man that can knock another man out of the sky through a building. You know what I mean? It's a very slim opportunity to show the destructive power of Superman himself, or Zod himself, Fiora, Fiorina, whatever, herself, and the big dude himself. Not their mechanisms, themselves. Now, you may be saying I'm splitting hairs, but I think that there was a huge opportunity that was missed, and Zack Steiner is Mr. Miss Opportunities. But go ahead. So, this is... This is... I'm gonna try to do this as succinctly as I can. Sure. I can. So, I I remember when we came out of Man of Steel, um, and we were all kind of like, "Was that movie good?" <laughs> and that's exactly that what we said. <laughs> um, so I've watched that movie multiple times. Sure, yeah. Um, not not necessarily because I think it's the greatest movie in the world or anything, but. I wanted to understand what was going on. And then Batman vs. Superman came out. And what was released in theaters was dog shit. It was terrible. I had no idea what was going on. None of it made sense. Um, and then the director's cut, which was like an excruciating three hours long, um, came out on Blu-ray, which made so much more sense. And there's... There's a thing that is, that happened with Man of Steel um, that I think that everybody was expecting it to be this bright, beautiful Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that he was giving people what you have asked for with Superman is to, stru- to show this destruction and this mayhem almost um, because he wasn't Superman in that movie. He was he was a he was essentially in the scheme of things he was an infant to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. He just 
he was realizing his capabilities and what he was supposed to be, and he was trying to find himself, which made it very sad. Um, and I think it was intentional, right? Um, BVS was dark. BVS was um, BVS was Zack Snyder's um, Empire Strikes Back. Everybody lost in that movie. Nobody won in that movie, <laughs> right? Um, and there was a reason for that. Because we have to have the rebirth. When we have the rebirth, then these characters start to become the characters that we want to see. The characters that we are longing to see. So what happened um, between Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman was that there was some mixed criticism for Man of Steel because it was a little dark. Um, and the studio got a little um, concerned uh, because Marvel's bright and happy and everybody's throwing all this money at it and it doesn't matter if the movies are shit or if they're awesome. Everybody's going to see it. Everybody's throwing popcorn around. Everybody loves it. (laughs) (laughs) And then they scream Batman vs. Superman. Um, And it's really dark. And it's really unhappy. And they're like, wait a minute, you just killed Superman in front of everybody for no reason. What's going on here? This can't happen. And it's too long. And so they cut shit out of it. Um, and the things they cut out of it were the things that bridged the scenes together in the first place. Because if you watch that movie back with those scenes, it makes so much more sense. Now, there was weird things that he chose to do, such as what he chose to do with Jimmy Olsen and, and th- things of that matter. Um, but when you watch it with that stuff, you start to understand. And then the same thing happened with um, David Ayer and Suicide Squad. That movie that we got, as okay as Suicide Squad was, and I, I, I will agree that it's, the, it's one of the better DCEU movies, um... They saw David Ayer's cut of Suicide Squad like, this is not, this is not happy, this is not fun, this movie should be, they thought they were getting Guardians of the Galaxy. This was going to be DC's version of Guardians of the Galaxy. And you can't put those characters, those those villains, those characters are bad guys. Oh, but James Gunn from literal Guardians of the Galaxy is doing this movie, though. (laughs) So, they're going to fix that. Sorry, now, now I have, I love James Gunn. First of all, he's a I have faith in James Gunn. James Gunn, I have faith in, in James Gunn's Suicide Squad mainly because he had the balls to fucking shoot polka dot man to be in it. Oh my god! <laughs> you want to feel and, good in movies? You know, just say it. Just say I go to movies to feel good. Don't say I go to movies to actually like enjoy it. I no, go to no, movies no, no. To, for the for I'm the popcorn finished. and the experience and uh, you know. I'm sorry. Go there's ahead. popcorn movies and, there, and then there's and then there's there's sub- substantial movies, right? You said The Departed. Um, I don't understand any of what you said afterwards. You said The Departed, and I think I just I'm essentially tuning everything. I have to listen back to everything else you said after you said The Departed. And then Aviator and Capote. All those movies are great. <laughs> um, but you people watch movies for different people watch movies for different things, right? I don't always watch movies to. to to see an Oscar style movie right because if I did that I would drive a nail through my eye because some of them are boring 
when I want to see when I want to see like a super character driven thing, I'll watch that. But sometimes, sometimes I want to watch something that's terrible just because it's a good time. That doesn't that doesn't lessen that movie in my I'm eyes. Gonna check, like, I'm like, gonna check. Well, you're in Virginia, DC, right? Yeah. I'm gonna check the laws to see if you can say that legally, or if you can do that legally. But we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to legalities of what you just said. <laughs> so I, just they, say, I mean, continue, please. They cut, they cut up a whole bunch of Suicide Squad. Um. David Ayer is on, on record saying that 80% of uh, Jared Leto's scenes were cut out of that movie. And I, as kooky as his Joker may have been in the final the cut of that movie. thus far. Other than, well, yeah, it's the best Joker thus far. I think that uh, I think we I think we missed out. I think it was a missed opportunity to see to see that Joker really in action, um, you know. And coming out of Suicide Squad, I mean, shit, Suicide Squad won an Oscar. So like, <laughs> it won an Oscar. Oscar for uh, Suicide Squad won an Oscar for art design or costume design. For real? Um, I know. It was either art design or costume design. I can't remember. Um, I mean, how many Marvel movies can say that, right? Like, yeah. so like, you're talking in terms of how bad things are, um, but then Zach had the unfortunate uh, event when he was shooting Justice League um, of his daughter committing suicide squad, or of his, his daughter committing suicide, um, and had to step down. And then they answered Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. Everybody, everybody thought because you know, Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron, well, hell, like, if there's somebody that's going to come in and, and do, and, and and finish this up, Josh is the, Josh is the guy, right? Um, and what he was supposed to do isn't what he did. What he was supposed to do was just to finish the movie on the back end, because the movie had already been shot. But then him and his fucking butt buddy, Jeff Johns, gets involved and I cannot stand Jeff Johns I think he is I think he is the reason why so many DC movies are as bad just even just by timeline you can tell that he's the one who's you know I think he's just an animated guy he he's the golden age of animated DC comic movies right he needs to stick with that shit and not touch any of this live action stuff he's not he's probably like you you know just likes to have a good time in movies and not actually care about substance. He, he's, but he's not even in charge of. He has nothing to do. With the I, mean, I know. I mean, I'm talking. I said timelines. So I'm looking at the past at the animated DC movies. He was the yeah, yeah. director. But but now it's Jim Lee. So Jim Lee should not have let Jeff Johns anywhere near Justice League movie. Is what I'm saying. You, you know, no, he should now. Yeah, I mean, and so. You get things that happen in Justice League like they happen. Um, Josh decided. Josh decided that he was going to rewrite the script. Um, he wrote. Uh, no, he rewrote the script and then reshot those, and then re- oh, and then wow. shot those scenes. Um, the footage, the estimated footage um, of Zack Snyder's Justice League that actually made it into the theatrical version of that movie is somewhere around 15%. What? 
I, I think that I've heard so many different numbers, man. Like, the reason why this is even so, a question is because... I'm sorry, go ahead. There's, 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 um, I will cite my source for this. Um, even though he, even though he won't cite his source for this, um, and he is, in my opinion, the king of everything in geek. Um, my man Kevin Smith. Um, he has a copy of the original screenplay for Justice League, and he talked about it at length on his podcast, Fat Man on Batman. Um. Is Cacophony still one of the best comics ever? Say it again. Is Cacophony one of the still one of the best comic books ever? Wrapping up. Um, no, I don't think so. I wouldn't know what they were. I, I, huh? I wouldn't know what they were without you. <laughs> um, you gave them to me as like yeah. this is what you're supposed this here. <laughs> I was like. Man, get the fuck out of here. Can I get those? Like the Batman, Death in the Family, Death of the Family, and the, what was the third one you gave me? Death in the Family, Death of the Family, and what was the other one you gave me? There was one more. Uh, Nightfall. Uh, Nightfall. Uh, Ark- Sorry. Ark- was it Nightfall? Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum, that's it. Yeah, I, thought, I was like, Nightfall. But there's another guy I met after Ark- you. He, his name is Corey, Corey Hall or something like that. We lived together. And he gave me the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is phenomenal, okay? He gave me Forever Evil. He gave me the new 52. He gave me, uh, he gave, I mean, I pretty much caught up on everything. So, I mean, I know you don't like read comics anymore, but I'm so passionate about the way things are going is because these things are also new. So the new comics aren't being represented very well in these movies and the source material, the old stuff. Who does it? Who does it read? Who doesn't read comics anymore? I don't know. You didn't. I'm, I'm speculating here because there's no way you could read the new stuff and be like, "Oh, wow, these movies are pretty good." Like, no way. Do you read the comics? Yes. I, I just, oh, I just, oh wow! Wow. I just agree with that statement. Do, do you? Yeah. Well, let's get to the next question. Um, no, you said 15% of Snyder's cut was represented in Joss's movie and this is confirmed by Kevin Smith on Fat Man by Fat Man on Batman. So you're saying the Justice League movie that's coming out on the 18th of March is going to be a completely different Justice League because I seriously doubt it. I've seen the trailer. It's going to That's the yeah, but that is that's the trailer is not the entirety and the trailer, uh, they the, do a good job of making watch. sure that the trailer is pretty much the damn movie. And that's what every movie. Negative. This goes out who, who makes because trailers, if you're listening. If you make trailers, why don't you leave a little mystery, right? The Batman trailer is perfect because people who can speculate, like like Steven and myself, we can watch the trailer and not get too much information. Now, trailers nowadays give you so much information, it's not even worth seeing the movie. But but go ahead, what were you saying? So, this is the... the you have to understand what's the whole the whole thing of what's going on, right? Some of some of this is very spiteful because Warner Brothers doesn't want the didn't want this movie to happen. They didn't want they didn't want to recognize any fault. So yes, Warner Brothers is technically the studio behind this, but this is all funded by HBO Max. Okay. And Zack Snyder 
forwent his entire salary for to do this. Okay. I have two scenarios. No money. Just real quick questions. And and the trailers were all have all the trailers that have come out for for his Justice League are all cut and produced by him. There's been intentional things that he's done in these trailers um, that are. I mean, they're done. They're to be specific, they're done intentionally, right? The first one that came out was all redone shots of the footage of his footage that was in the original, and so everybody was like, "Wait a minute, is this just going to be, you know, like re-rendered images from from the other one?" But then there's also in the second trailer there was a whole bunch of footage that we haven't seen that was in the original Justice League trailer when they moved before the movie even came came out when the first trailer came out way you know way back when it was originally supposed to come out um such as you know seeing Cyborg outside of outside of the armor before he becomes Cyborg like football and things like that like there's a whole lot of stuff that is going on and there's a whole lot of stuff that he got to reshoot and there's a lot of stuff that he got to add and clean up which is the big key because he didn't think in a million years that no matter if this is successful or if, it get, if it's complete dog shit that there would ever be an opportunity to do another one so he wanted to shore, shore up everything and fully realize what he could which is why he brought back Jared Leto, which is why he reshot scenes with the other cast members, which is why we're going to get Martian Manhunter, which is why we're going to get a Green Lantern of some sort, right? These are all going to happen. Who's the, so do they fight, is the main villain in the Justice League movie Steppenwolf or do they fight uh, Darkseid? Um, I think Steppenwolf I think Steppenwolf dies um, at the end of Act 1 Okay I think Act 2 is all the nightmare scene Okay And then I think and then I think Act 3 has to do with um, Lex Luthor and Deathstroke They fight Deathstroke in the third part of this movie? I don't know how. Like, I'm just, I'm speculating. Um, I, I don't think, think that. that I don't that, think. I know. I don't. I, and and I haven't seen the Justice League, so I'm gonna be very clear. I've only seen very few scenes. I saw a scene where Superman don't watch one. Fucking beats the hell out of all the the Justice Leaguers because it was on my YouTube feed, and I thought that was cool. But I, I I'm not stupid enough to watch a, a Joss Whedon Justice League movie. I'm not dumb. Okay, I'm not saying anyone who's seen it is, but I think. Steven and I know better, okay? Um, the the other thing that I want to point out is Zack Snyder, he ain't savvy. That's what I'm talking about. He's a, he's a shot for shot from comic book to comic book type thing, but when he puts his, his own spin on stuff, he ain't savvy. He's not savvy. He's not going to have to go against Destro. That would be amazing. It would be too good for him. It's too good, it's too good of a thought process for Zack Snyder, okay? He's focused on Army of the Dead, or whatever that is. What's that movie that's coming out? The Dead Army or something, I about mean, zombies. I think it's called Army of the Dead. Yeah, it's focused, he's focused on that. He's, I mean, he's not, he's not 
Destro v Justice League savvy. I'm sorry. I just I disagree. You can't watch Watchmen and say that he's not savvy. Uh, no, but that's because he shot Watchmen page by page. Okay, he I mean, he he was very committed to shooting it just the way it was written. That doesn't mean you're savvy. That means you can read and you can reshoot. Okay, let's be clear on that. Secondly, if he were savvy, he would have made a better Batman versus Superman movie. He did make oh, a good Batman movie. No, you got quiet, didn't you? <laughs> you got quiet of those, right? Let's go to the next question. There's, so there's a there, there's a, there's a bad BBS that got released in theaters, and then there's a good BBS that got released. On so you're saying the with everything included, it makes it a better movie. So where's Martha's gone from the movie? They explain why I, Batman would stop mid javelin stab with Kryptonite because he said save Martha. They explain why. They, they build a connection between Superman's Martha and Batman's Martha to where that would be a significant thing to have him stop killing the most dangerous thing in the universe. Yes. They, they build more of a connection so that makes sense. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. All right. I'm never going to watch it, but I'll take your word for it. Um, Amber Heard. A new Superman reboot. Yeah. A new Batman coming out. Okay. Looks amazing. A failed Wonder Woman. A fired cyborg and a psycho flash. Uh, it, didn't, it didn't fail, but that's okay. It failed twice. Um, and <laughs> most likely another white Green Lantern. Does she matter? Oh, Jesus. Okay, first of all, I mean, yeah, I'll agree with Flash. Um, <laughs> he's a fucking psycho. Ezra Miller is gorgeous, but he's a psycho. I mean... One woman did fail. Uh, failed two times. Uh, very successful twice. Uh, it made money twice. Doesn't mean it was successful. But go ahead. No, that's exactly how you measure success, my friend. No, so all all of your success is measured by money. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, things are heating up. Um, that was part two of uh, the interview I had with Stephen the Guru. Uh, part three is coming out soon. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, check out karmacomics.org to get your ideas created. Um, also, check out Twin Scales, which is a new um, podcast that I have with my lovely girlfriend, Paper Anchor. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. And thanks for tuning in to Full Stop. <laughs>